0: God bless you this morning, praise the Lord. Um, good to be here in the land of the living. Amen. Amen. Um, depending on where you are, the land of the living could be a little chilly and wet. Yes. Amen. Because here in the northeast of New Jersey, it's um, cloudy, it's, it's rainy, it's, it's windy, it's cold. I'm talking about 40 five degree type cold, 50 degree type cold, um, and it's Memorial Day weekend. So try to put those two things together, Amen. Um, but praying that wherever you are, that you are doing well, praise God, and, and that uh, God is continuing to speak to you, to strengthen you, to give you whatever it is that you need um, at this hour, Amen, and that. Um, and that you are just receiving the blessings of God. Um, and so we um, we endeavor to press ahead anyhow. Amen. Amen. The weather don't stop us. Praise God. Rain and wind and snow. Amen. We're not afraid of that stuff. Amen. We're going to keep going on with God. And so that's what we're going to endeavor to do on this morning. Because we believe God has a word for us that um, is, is helpful to us where we are and I praise God for the word of God because it's so applicable to our lives it's not just stuff right it's not just verses and things to memorize and things to quote and things to sing uh, the word of God is to live by yeah and, and, and it speaks to us right where we are and I believe today uh, by faith that God has a word to speak to us today right where we are in an area that's really important in our lives. And so we're going to get into that uh, right now. And so uh, we're going to use as a foundation on this morning two passages of Scripture. So we're going to go first to James chapter 4. And in James chapter 4, we're going to read verse number 3. And then after that, we'll go to 1 John chapter 5. And verses 14 and 15. So that's what we're going to do on this morning. James chapter 4, verse number 3, and then we'll go to 1 John chapter 5, verses 14 and 15. So let's go to James first. James chapter 4, verse number 3. And it says there, Ye ask, and receive not, because ye ask amiss, that ye may consume it upon your lusts. That's James 4 and 3. Ye ask and receive not, because ye ask amiss, that ye may consume it upon your lusts. And now let's turn together to 1 John chapter 5, Verses 14 and 15. And it says, And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. Amen. Amen. Let's pray together. Father, we bless you. We thank you, God, for the reading of your word into our hearing. We're praying now, God, that the Holy Spirit will teach us and lead us. And and Father, bless us to receive this word in our hearts. Father God, we humble ourselves under your hands right now. That, God, that you may be exalted, that you may be preeminent at this hour. And Father, we're praying that you will speak unto us and share with us words of life. Father, I pray blessings in the plural, multiple blessings upon everyone under the sound of my voice. And Father, God, give them what they need on this day. Show them your faithfulness and your love. And Father, as you do that, bless me, strengthen me, use me for your glory. And Father, through it all, may you be highly exalted and blessed by your people. Father, I just thank you now for making it all possible and for answering this prayer by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, so again, we read James chapter 4, verse number 3, and 1 John chapter 5, verses 14 and 15. And our title today is Ask Me Again. Amen. Ask me it again. Now, we, um, we use those uh, two scriptures, amen, because we're talking today, and God is talking to us today, about prayer, about asking. And how many of you know that prayer is a vital part of our relationship with God? Um, you know, Jesus said, men ought always to pray and not to faint. At least that's what he taught. He didn't actually say those words, but that was his teaching. Uh, But the Bible does say that we should pray without ceasing. And Jesus did teach his disciples how to pray. When you pray, right, say this. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And so we know prayer is such an important part of, of our lives and of our relationship with God. Um, And we all have needs, don't we? Yes. We all have needs. We all have desires. We all have wants. Um, And we present those things unto God from time to time. Some of us more often than others. Amen. But we present those needs unto God. And that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to, to come to Him. He wants us to ask Him for things. He wants us to, you know, to... Make our request known. Yes. That's what the Bible says in Philippians four and six, right? Be careful for nothing but in prayer and supplications with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known unto God, yes. Yes. right? So God wants us to let our request be made known, right? He wants us to ask. Um, he says Jesus taught. He said, "Ask and it shall be given unto you," right? Yes. As in Matthew 7 and 7 Ask and it shall be given unto you Jesus says if we ask in his name He will do it Right yes. uh, If we abide in him Jesus said And his words abide in us We could ask for whatever we wish yes. And it will be done That's what he says John 15 and 7 And then he also says and Whatever we ask the Father in his name Would be given unto us that's what the Word says. Yet you and I know from experience it's not that simple, is it? Right? Because we've asked many a thing of God. We've asked many a thing in Jesus' name. We, we've we asked many a thing in faith. we asked many a thing of God, right? And we can stand here today not complaining, just being honest and say, there's a lot of things I've asked for that I didn't get. Amen. Right. So, we know that it's not that simple. Uh, as we, as God teaches us his word, we, we come to understand that, that asking is, requires more than the mere posing of statements with a question mark at the end, right? It, needs, it means more than that. Asking requires faith. Yeah. We know that. We know that asking requires persistence or perseverance. Or as the writer of Hebrews says, patience. He says, with faith and patience, you inherit the promises. Yes. And so we know that asking, we have to be in faith. We have to be persistent. Uh, we have to... Um, when we ask in Jesus' name, that means we have to ask according to who he is. Yeah. His name represents who he is. It represents his character. So we can't ask in Jesus' name and ask for things that's inconsistent with his character. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we, the, the way we ask and what we ask, the motives that we ask uh, when we ask for things is important. Are we asking for things in order to feel better about ourselves in order to look better in other people's eyes in order to boast in mm-hmm. order to say look at what I have," or are we asking for things because we want to do the will of God or we want God to be glorified or we want somebody else to be helped to be blessed to be encouraged yes. to be strengthened yeah. the motives matter as well and the truth is as we see in in James chapter 4 verse 3 he says you have not because you ask amiss too many times we ask amiss yeah we ask for the wrong thing we ask with the wrong motive right We, we we ask uh with the wrong heart attitude yeah and so if we're honest too many times you know that that could be the case and so we understand, when all is said and done, that receiving from God the things that we ask for requires more than just making willy-nilly requests. Yes. Right, yes. just asking for stuff. Like, God's just a genie in a bottle. I'm just gonna ask him, he's gonna give it to me. No, to receive from God, yes, we have to ask, and God is more than willing to give but it's not simply just asking any old way, any old how, for any old thing, and believing that we receive it, right? So we have to, we have to get this thing right. You know, First John five and fourteen says, "If we ask according to His will, yes, He hears us." Which means what? If we're asking something that's not according to His will, He's not hearing us. And that not hearing doesn't mean, you know, in terms of his ability to audibly comprehend. It's like when we say to people, I'm not hearing that. Like when they come to us and they tell us some stuff, and you go, you know what? I'm not hearing that. You heard what they say. Yes. But when you say, I'm not hearing that, you say, I'm not doing anything with that. You can take that somewhere else because I'm not hearing That's what God means. If he he doesn't hear us, oh, he heard us, but he ain't hearing us. (laughs) Right? He's saying, take that somewhere else because that's not going to play over here. So we understand then that receiving, and we all need to receive, don't we? You have some things on this morning that you need to receive from God there's some there's some guidance that you need to receive there's some revelation there's some things you don't understand god what's going on here there's some direction you need from god there's some resources you need yes. from god you may need a job you may need money you may need a bill to be paid you you, you know what i mean you you may need your crooked path to be made smooth the rough yes. path to be made smooth the crooked path to be made straight you know what i mean you may need those things we all need Things, right? We walk around, right? And, and we have needs. And God said He will supply all our needs according to His riches and glory, and He tells us to ask. Your Father knows what you have need of before you ask, but He could, but still ask. Yes. And you know, we've been asking, and I want to say talk to those who've been asking, but haven't received yet. Okay. I mean I'm talking to myself. This morning amen. as well, amen. And so, let, let's look at a couple of things. So, turn with me to the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 20, and let's look at two examples of asking and let's see what happens here. And let us hear what the Holy Spirit wants to say to us about these two examples of asking and take away. What we need to take away so that our asking can be improved, so that our receiving can be improved. Yes. Because if we improve our asking, we'll improve our receiving. Amen. Because God's a giver. And if we've been asking God, but not receiving from God, it's not something wrong with God. Something is not quite right in the asking. And so we want to look at this together. Amen. So let's go to Matthew chapter 20. And let's look at verse number 20. Beginning at verse number 20. And I'm going to read this from the um, New Living Translation. It says, Then the mother of James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to Jesus with her sons. She knelt respectfully to ask a favor. What is your request, he asked. She replied, in your kingdom, please let my two sons sit in places of honor next to you, one on your right and the other on your left. But Jesus answered by saying to them, you don't know what you are asking. Are you able to drink from the bitter cup of suffering I'm about to drink? Oh, yes, they replied, we are able. Jesus told them, you will indeed drink from my bitter cup but i have no right to say who will sit on my right or my left my father has prepared those places for the ones he has chosen when the ten other disciples heard what james and john had asked they were indignant but jesus called them together and said ye know that the rulers in this world lord it over their people and officials flaunt their authority over those under them but among you it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant. Mm-hmm. And whoever wants to be first among you must become your slave. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life a ransom for many. Amen. Now, so now let's look at this together, right? Um, these two disciples, James and John, Through their mother came to Jesus with a request. And she said, and she was respectful. She said, I want to ask you something. And she called it a favor. Mm -hmm. And Jesus, you know, his response was, what is your request? What do you want? Right? What do you want? I think it's important to backtrack just a second to realize that if you go a couple of verses right before this Jesus had told his disciples or foretold his passion to his disciples for the third time I'm going to go up to Jerusalem I'm going to be betrayed I'm going to suffer and die right he, he told his passion and it's on the heels of that that these two disciples through their mother Comes asking for something. And Jesus says, What do you want? And um, the mother says, In your kingdom, let my two sons sit in places of honor next to you. Mm-hmm. One on the right, the right, and one on the left. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. <laughs> let them sit next to you. Mm-hmm. So she asked for positions of honor. She, you know, let them sit next to you in places of honor, but also in places of what? Of power and authority. That's what she was asking. And we're now going to put it on the disciples because I believe James and John put their mama up to it. <laughs> Go ask Jesus. Go ask Jesus if we can sit on the right hand yes. of the planet. And so we're going to talk about the disciples now. We're going to leave Mama out of this. (laughs) So the disciples wanted to be in positions of authority. They wanted to be in in, in positions of of power. And and Jesus' response to them, not to them, to them, is Mm -hmm. you don't know what you're asking. Right there, we need to just let that sink into our spirit because see see every asking is not good asking you know every asking of jesus is not good asking there's some asking where you know you know it's, listen something was wrong with their request and, and 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 when jesus says to them you don't know what you're asking we, we need to understand that there are times when Jesus says the same thing to us, we ask him for something and his response is, you don't know what you're asking. Yes. You, you don't know. I heard your words. You heard your words. But you really don't know what you're asking for. Mm-hmm. And that's what he said to the disciples. He said, you don't know what you're asking. And what were they asking? They were asking for authority. They were asking for authority. And and Jesus taught his disciples, and he he teaches us, and he taught us in Luke 12 12 and 48, to whom much is given, much is required. And so here the disciples are coming to Jesus, and they're asking for authority. They're asking for positions of power. And Jesus says, you don't know what you're asking. And then he asks them a question. He says, are you able to drink from the bitter cup of suffering that I'm about to drink? Yes. Notice what he said. Are you able to drink from the bitter cup of suffering that I'm about to drink? And the disciples piped up. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. We are able. But notice Jesus' response to them. He said to them, You will indeed drink from my bitter cup. But I have no right to say who will sit on my right or on my left. The Father has prepared that for the right people that He's chosen. Let's hear what's going on here. What do you want me to do? Put us in positions of authority. You don't know what you're asking. Are you able to drink from my cup, my bitter cup of suffering? Oh, yeah, we're able. And notice Jesus' response. You'll drink, all right. But notice Jesus didn't say anything about their ability to drink. His question was, are you able to drink? And that word able is so important because what he's saying is, are you able to handle it? what comes with your request see you, you're asking for the ultimate thing you're asking for authority but are you able yes. to deal with what comes with your request Amen. Amen, and they go because all they want they just have their eyes on the prize so they're answering oh yeah 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 we can do that oh yeah we're able And Jesus' answer to them was an indictment. He said, you'll drink all right. What's he saying? You're going to suffer. But I don't know if you're able to deal with it. See, Jesus spoke to them in the words of ability. Are you able to drink? (laughs) They answered in the words of able. But Jesus knew you, you don't know what you're talking about because you will drink. Yeah. But I know that when they come to arrest me, all you jokers going to start running. <laughs> yeah. I know that already. I know I just talked to you about my passion and it went over your head for the third time. Because right after I said that, here you are saying, Jesus, can you can you hook me up? I just told you about my passion and you come here looking for the hookup. So I know you're not able. Amen. But Jesus asked them the question: are you able? And their eyes were just on the prize. Yeah, we're able. They just they didn't care about what it took to get there. They just wanted to get there. Jesus. They wanted to go over the required things. See, see, and glory to God, thank you, Jesus. See, see the thing is so many of us want things, and it's not you know, and some of the things they're not bad. You know, you want a job, you want a position, you want some authority, you want some influence or whatever. And but to whom much is given, much is required. And we just can't put our eyes on the ultimate thing and forget about the required things. And that's what they were trying to do. And that's why Jesus said, Oh, you want the authority. But I have a question about your ability. Are you able to handle what comes with that position of authority? Because you don't get to that position of authority without having to go through some stuff. Glory to God. And if I could say anything about what I see too often in this current generation, is that there are too many people in this current generation. It's not limited to this current generation. Mm-hmm. But there's too many people in the current generation who want stuff without going, having to go through yes. stuff. You know what yes. I mean? You want the ultimate thing, but you don't want to take the journey that's necessary Jesus. to get to the ultimate thing. You want the destination, but you don't want the journey. journey. And right. that's not going to happen, amen? If you want to arrive at a place, you're going to have to travel to the place. And some oh, of that yeah. traveling right. is not all on the mountaintop. Some of that is through the valley of dry homes. Some of it is through, you know, the, the, the what, what David said, Even though I walk through the, the, the valley of the shadow of death. Of shadow of death. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, that's just... That's it. You got to go through some stuff. Amen. The disciples here, and Jesus read their mail. They didn't want to go through anything. They just wanted the destination, but they didn't want the journey. And that's why he took them back and said, Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Are you able to drink the cup that's necessary for you to responsibly sit in this position... That Jesus. you're asking me. Jesus. Oh yeah, we're able. And Jesus goes, man, you're gonna run when I get arrested. You ain't able. You don't know what you're asking. But you're gonna drink my cup, though. And <laughs> so they're gonna come after you though. You're gonna suffer. Mm-hmm. Jesus knew something. And he knew what was important and it wasn't just receiving the position it was being able to properly occupy and operate in the position in which they were asked yes. to obtain now let's go let's continue then same thing here in Matthew and let's just continue Verse uh, 29. So after he's dealing with these two disciples, he goes on and says, And Jesus and the disciples left the town of Jericho. As they left, a large crowd followed behind. And two blind men were sitting beside the road. When they heard that Jesus was coming that way, they began shouting, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. Be quiet, the crowd yelled at them. Church folk. I just want to imagine that. that's church folk right there. Lord Be quiet. Lord you Jesus. don't take all that. You need to sit down. <laughs> church folk. Don't let kids come to Jesus. Jesus had time. Let the just the children to come. Amen. Church folk. Church folk. Go across the street. When the man got beat up by the robbers, amen. Good Samaritan had to come over there. Levi went across the street. Praise God. Church folk. Be quiet. Church folk don't call me church folk that's why I'm not calling you church folk I'm going to point out these are church folk (laughs) be quiet the crowd yelled at them but they the two blind men shouted only shouted louder Lord son of David have mercy on us when Jesus heard them he stopped and called what do you want me to do for you Lord they said we want to see Jesus felt sorry for them or had compassion on them and touched their eyes. Instantly they could see. Then they followed him. So now let's look at this because we see now two other people asking Jesus. We saw two disciples asking Jesus for something. Now we see two beggars asking Jesus for something. We see how Jesus dealt with the disciple. You don't know what you're asking for. Now, let's see how he deals with the beggars. So the beggars are on the roadside, and they're pleading for mercy. And and, and after they get past the church folk who want them to be quiet, Jesus stands before them and says, What do you want me to do for you? So notice how Jesus deals with folk. He dealt with the two disciples. What is your request? He deals with, 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 with the two beggars. What do you want me to do for you? Somebody needs to hear that today. That Jesus wants to do something for yes, you. Yes. Amen. So what do you want me to do for you? And look what the beggar said. Lord, we want to see. Yes. The beggars did not ask for money. They did not ask for houses. They did not ask for clothes. They did not ask for food. They did not ask for flocks. They did not ask for herds. They did not ask for positions of power. They did not ask for authority. They didn't ask. They asked for the ability to see. Come on somebody. They asked for the ability to see. And and understand, they spoke in the language of ability. We were Want to see mm. and see the language of ability is the language of Jesus because go back to what Jesus said to the disciples: Are you able Jesus. to drink from the cup? See, Jesus wasn't interested in what their ultimate request was; he was interested in their ability to deal with it. Mm. And so he he spoke to the disciples in in, in the in, in the language of ability: Are you able to do this? And, and, and when he comes to the to beggars and said, what do you want us to do? Yeah. They responded to Jesus in the language of ability. We want to be able to see. Because see, understand something. They could have asked for money. I don't want to beg no more, Jesus. I want some money that I don't have to beg another day in my life. Yes. That's what they could have said. Jesus, you know what? I want you to take all my enemies out. All them people who've been calling me names, spitting on me, refusing to give me money. I want you to curse their houses, Jesus. That's what I want up in here. They didn't do that. They they, they didn't didn't ask for those. Give me the ability Hmm. to see. Why is that so important? Because the, the, the beggars knew something. If they had the ability to see, then they could work. Yes. If they had the ability to see, they don't have the bag anymore. They could work. Mm-hmm. They could earn a living. And they could then meet, watch this, all of their needs. Amen. If they had the ability to see, They weren't asking for Jesus to wave his hand or to speak a word and bring them to their destination. They were willing to go down the path of the journey of working, of asking for a job, of finding a job, of showing up day after day on that job, of saving their money, of being responsible, of making wise choices, and building a life for themselves. And they said, all we need from you, Jesus, is the ability to see so look at the difference of their request compared to the two disciples. Yes. they didn't say, "Jesus, teach us some stuff so we can sit in the position of authority." <laughs> they didn't say that. They just said, "Put us there." <laughs> they didn't say, "Jesus, train us up so we know how to, you know, how to operate." No, just put us up in there. Yes. They didn't say, Jesus, let us be your apprentices. Let us follow you. Let us be right under you. Take us under your wing. Be our mentor. Did show us how to do it. They didn't say that. They just said, hook us up. <laughs> and Jesus said, You don't know what you're asking. You don't know what you're asking. You're asking amiss. You're asking contrary to my word. And all you want is the ultimate goal. Yeah. And you don't want to go through. Anything. Wow But these two Beggars Oh my gosh The beggars have more spiritual insight Than the disciples They said Just give us the ability to see Jesus We'll be good We'll do the rest We'll get off this begging trail right here We'll, we'll get a job We'll save up our money We'll make wise choices. We'll build a house. We'll become respectable uh, contributing members of the community. We'll pay our taxes. And we'll give you the glory. Just just, just give us the ability to see. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And Jesus had compassion on them and granted their request. So if Jesus answered them (laughs) and granted their request... But he didn't grant the disciples' requests, and Jesus said to both of them essentially, "What do you want?" And both of them asked, but only the beggars received. Then the beggars must have asked right, <laughs> and the disciples didn't. And notice again, the disciples wanted authority. Yeah. The beggars wanted. Ability. Mm. Glory to God. Somebody needs to hear this. They wanted authority. But the beggars wanted ability. The disciples. Wanted to be. In power. Mm. But the beggars. Wanted to be empowered. Yes. It was a difference. Both. Both groups both duos were looking for a change in their circumstances but they went about it in a different way the disciples merely wanted an outward change take us from here and put us over there that's just an outward change man you could <laughs> if there's a seat of authority, you could put a monkey in a seat of authority. you could put a you could put a child in a seat of authority. It doesn't mean that they're able to sit there and that's all they wanted. Just put us in the seat. They wanted an outward change, but the bankers were asking for an inward change. Yes. right now we can't see, Lord. We can't see. Yes, but Jesus. we want to see. Amen. And if you change us on the inside. <laughs> with your blessing of changing me on the inside. I'll get to work and I'll change my outside. So we go and we look at the heart of Jesus. And we say and we conclude that Jesus wants to help us. And I say to someone today, Jesus wants to help you. He's coming to you and he's saying, just like he did to the disciples, what's your request? Just like he did to the, the beggars. What do you want me to do for you? I'm telling you today, Jesus wants to help you. He wants to do something for you. Yes. Jesus. Jesus. So understand that. Let that be your starting point. Jesus wants to do something for me. He's asking me, what can I do for you? What can I do for you? But understand that your answer and our answer is important. The disciples ask for the ultimate prize. I just want the seat. I want the seat. I want the seat. The beggars ask for the ability that would enable them to obtain the prize. It's a, it's a different asking. It's a different asking. It's a different asking and it led to a different result. See, it's the difference and we gotta understand the subtlety and the, but yet the power of it. Because the subtlety is, we talked about it a few moments ago, we talked about, right, to whom much is given, much is required. There are some required things in this life. Jesus. There are some required things. And then there are some ultimate things. And the disciples had their minds solely on the ultimate things, and they wanted to neglect and bypass and not have to deal with the required things. And Jesus said, That's not that that it's not that kind of party. That's not how this works. If you want this, you're asking for much, then much is going to be required of you, old man, old woman. You're going to have to you're going to have to do certain things. Yes. Amen. You can't bypass the required things, but that's what they wanted to do. It's, it's, you know, they wanted to play Monopoly, and every time they spun the dice, they wanted to go immediately, go to gold. go. You know what I mean? Was, they do not have that card you get where you you don't have to do anything, just go to go, collect $200, blah, blah, blah. They spin again, the go to go, collect $200. That's not life. you going to have to go through some stuff. You're going to have to land on other people's property, pay them. The t- <laughs> and pay them. You're going to have to go through some stuff. Amen. Amen. And Jesus said, You can't bypass that. So, you know what these disciples should have asked? You know what? It's nothing wrong with wanting to be in authority, but if you have the right motive, and if you don't want to bypass the required thing. If the disciples said, Lord, give us strength so that we can sit in positions of authority in your kingdom, give us wisdom so we can sit in authority, give us understanding. Give us temperament. Give us good judgment. Give us patience. Give us, right? Give us of your spirit so that we can rule with you. I believe Jesus would have looked at that request differently because he would have known you're asking for empowerment instead of just simply being put in power. He would have answered that request differently. But he said all these guys want is the prize, they want the gold ring. But they don't want to get their fingernails dirty, their hands dirty. They don't want to put their hands to the work. They don't want the required thing. They just want the ultimate thing. That doesn't work. You don't know what you're asking. And I want to say to you, that I can confess that there are times that I had uh, glory to God, that God convicted me with this one because it let me know that sometimes I wanna bypass the required things too. And I believe that you've done it as well. Right. And you and it's so subtle that you might not notice it. Because see, because see, Jesus said, you know, oh, he supplies your need according to your riches and glory. so you start immediately thinking, well, what do I need? Yes, yes, that's so true. Right? And so, and then because he's gonna supply your need. And then you go, what do I need? Well, I need money. I need a job. I need a husband. I need a wife. I, or I want children. I want. I, I need a business. I need more clients. I need a ministry. I need a bigger ministry. <laughs> yeah. right? So we ask for those things. And Jesus said, you don't know what you're asking for. And you said, what do you mean you say you don't know what we're asking for? Because we're asking for the prize. We're asking for the ultimate thing, but we're not asking for the required thing. So, so for example... You know, I, I've been times, and I will tell you, you know, I own a business. I've been owning a business for, you know, God's blessed me only for over 10 years. There's some ups and there's some downs, Jack. <laughs> yes. Phone rings sometimes, other times, you, I am legend. Nobody's around. <laughs> yes. Okay? I mean, it's ups and downs. And when, you, when I'm going through them down times, you know what? Sometimes I find myself praying, Lord, I need some clients. Mm mm-hmm. That's my need. Lord, I need some new business. That's my need. And god convicted me with this and said you just want the prize wow how about asking me for new skill set wow glory to god see this is this is like this is the, this is the beggars asking for the ability to see how about asking me for a new skill set how about asking me for knowledge how about asking me you know to 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 develop your talents? How about asking right for wisdom yes, yes, right amen. right In other words don't don't just want the client what about the ability to serve the client yes, amen. are you able to drink from this cup are you able To sit in that seat. Are you able to deal with new clients? Are you able to be somebody's spouse? Are you able to be somebody's parent? See, you want the child, but how come you're not asking me, Lord, show me what it is to be a good parent, even before you get there? How many people in the ministry have asked, God, give me a bigger ministry, but haven't asked for God to give them a bigger heart for ministry? Jesus. Right? Make me a better pastor, make me a better teacher, make me a better preacher. What about that? Amen. As opposed to give me more people. <laughs> yeah. Lord, I need some money. What about, Lord, show me how to manage my money. Show me how to do more with less. Show me how to multiply things like you multiply fish and bread. What about that? No, just kidding. Let me hit this lotto. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You just want the prize. But what about the ability? And this is where we're asking amiss. And this is where we're not asking according to his will. Because we just want the ring. We just want the stuff. Mm. And Jesus wants to know, but are you able to deal with what you're asking me for? Let's look at something and then we're gonna get get on up out of here. Let's go to 1 Kings chapter three. 1 Kings chapter three. Glory to God in heaven. I pray somebody's receiving this because see, we ask for things, there's nothing wrong with asking. But at some point we gotta ask, why am I not getting what I'm asking for? Mm -hmm. And too many times we're asking like the disciples, we're asking for the ultimate thing. You're asking for the car. And there's nothing wrong with the car. And God has no problem giving you the car. But are you able to handle it? Right. Are you able to take care of it? Are you able to maintain it? Amen. Right? Right. Yes. Why why do you want it? You know, what kind of car are you looking for? You know, it's one thing. You're just looking to get back and forth to work. It's another thing that you want something to be a status symbol. So, where we say we're going? 1 Kings chapter 3, right? Yes. Let's look at verse number 5. It says, That night the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream, and God said, What do you want? Ask, and I will give it to you. And again, I just want to point out, God wants to do stuff for you. Mm-hmm. That's the heart of God. Ask and I'll give it to you. What do you want? Jesus, what's your request? Jesus, what do you want me to do for you? Jesus and the Father, they're one. Jesus said, you've seen me, you've seen the Father, and what we've seen, what do you want? Mm -hmm. Heaven is asking you right now, what do you want? Solomon replied, watch this. You show great and faithful love to your servant, my father David, because he was honest and true and faithful to you. And you have continued to show this great and faithful love to him today by giving him a son to sit on his throne. Now, O oh Lord, my God, you have made me king instead of my father David. But I am like a little child who doesn't know his way around. And then here I am in the midst of your own chosen people, a nation so great and numerous they cannot be counted give me an understanding heart so that I can govern your people Mm. well and know the difference between right and wrong for who by himself is able to govern this great people of yours do you notice his request Yes. he didn't say make me the biggest baddest king on this planet (laughs) (laughs) give me the most followers on Instagram (laughs) he didn't ask for that He didn't ask, let me just crush all my enemies so they know what time it is. He didn't ask for that. What did he ask for? He said, give me an understanding heart. And what was his motive? So I can prove to everybody how smart I am? Uh Uh-uh. That I can govern your people well. Right? He said, because who is able to govern this great people of yours? So he asked for ability. You notice the difference. He didn't ask for the ultimate thing. He asked for ability. He asked for the ability to be a great king. Not just to be a great king. Amen. There are so many people who want to be rich but don't want the ability to, to garner riches. Amen. That's true. He asked for the ability let's go to verse 10. so he asked this verse 10. watch what it says the Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for wisdom that request pleased God. Solomon knew what he was asking unlike the disciple when Jesus said you don't know what you're asking Solomon knew what he was asking. Those two beggars knew what they were asking. And both of them asked for ability. Lord, we want to see. Lord, I want to understand. The two disciples, Lord, I want to be in power. (laughs) Yes. The two who asked for ability got it. The ones who asked for the gold prize got nothing. Amen. Amen. The Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for wisdom. So God replied, watch this, because you have asked for wisdom in governing my people with justice and have not asked for long life or wealth or the death of your enemies, I will give you what you ask for, which is understanding, I will give you a wise and understanding heart such as no one else has had or ever will have. And, which means and in addition, I will give you also what you did not ask for. Yes. Riches and fame, because our God's a giver, amen? I will give you what you didn't ask for, riches and fame. No other king in all the world will be compared to you for the rest of your life, Jesus. That was God's response. But notice that Solomon asked for wisdom. He asked for understanding, and his purpose was so that he could capably govern God's precious people, yes, amen. and that request was a right request, that he wasn't asking amiss, he wasn't asking contrary to the will of God, that was right on point, and God was pleased with that request. He granted him that request, and then he gave him the things that Solomon could have asked for, but didn't. He gave Solomon the hookup, even though Solomon didn't ask to be hooked up. Yes, amen. The disciples, all they wanted was the hookup, and Jesus goes, you ain't getting that. You don't know what you're asking for. Yeah. Solomon said, just give me some wisdom so I can rule this great people of yours. And God said, I'm going to get you that, and you know what else, Solomon? I'm going to hook you up. Somebody don't like me speaking because God said, I'm going to hook you up. Listen, your God talked to you the way He talked to you. My God talked to me the way He talked to me. My God talked to me like that. I'll hook you up. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I'll hook you up. Your God walks like this, talking about, belly, belly. I say unto you, my God walks like this. I'll hook you up. Lord, He talked to you the way he, that you hear Him, and He talked to me the way I hear Him. We both good, Amen. Yes, Amen. Don't get mad at me because my God talked to me, and I, I'll hook you up. <laughs> it's all right, Amen. It's all right. <laughs> amen. If, if Paul says that He became all things to all men, that He may by all means save some, where do you think He got that from? <laughs> amen. <That's> right. <laughs> Glory to God. Yes, Lord. Get back to the point. Okay. God granted Solomon's request why because he asked for ability yeah. he asked for ability to rule not just to be a strong ruler he wanted the ability to be a strong ruler he wanted to he wanted to take the journey that would lead to the destination but he knew he needed some help along the way So you and I, Amen. We've been asking Jesus to do things for us, and Jesus wants to do it. Amen. He wants to do it. You see, his, his, his heart. What What yeah. What do you want me to do for you? He wants to do it. And if we do not have what we've been asking Jesus for, it may well be that something is not quite right with our asking. Amen. But this is. But don't get discouraged, and and, and don't give up. Instead. What God wants us to do, and the purpose of Him visiting us today, is that He wants us to incline our ear to heaven. And He wants us to hear Jesus speaking in that still small voice of His. And He wants us to hear Jesus saying, Ask me again. Ask me again. See, ask me again. Because see, what you just asked, mm, mm, little off, little off. Ask me again. Yes. see don't the, the disciples ask for power they ask for the position see when you just say give me a ministry or give me a business you're doing the same thing ask me again see because see, see the, the, the 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 two beggars they asked for ability right they asked for the ability to see and they were going to take that ability and then do what they wanted to build a better life ask me again you see, Solomon, he, you know, he knew he wasn't up for the task, but he didn't say to my father, just make me a great king. He said, give me understanding. Yeah. Ask for ability. Yeah. So, so listen, ask me again. Don't just ask me for the business. Ask me to be a good businesswoman. Ask me again. Jesus. Right? Don't ask me to get your diploma. Ask me for the ability and the understanding to be a good student. Ask me again. Yeah. So, so, so this is what heaven is saying to us. Jesus is saying, ask me again. Because the way we've asked, we've asked for the ultimate thing. We try to bypass the required thing. Jesus said, you don't know what you're asking. But he don't say, get away from me. Don't ask me no more. What he say? <laughs> ask me again. <laughs> ask me again. I know you want the ultimate thing, but don't ignore the required things. Just ask me Again, amen right it's ask me again so 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 understand that just as Jesus did with the disciples he wants to he wants to show his compassion to you glory to God right compassion amen. moves towards you he wants to show his compassion toward you he wants to honor your requests but the request has to be amen. right amen? amen and Jesus just saying ask me amen. again amen ask me again. And watch this, Jesus is so good, you can ask him what it is you need to ask him, and he'll help you with your ask, yeah. amen? So, 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 so I wanna encourage you today, amen, don't give up. Don't give up on God. God knows what you have need of. You've been asking, you haven't gotten it. But something might be just a little off in the way you've been asking and things of that sort. This is not condemnation, this is liberation, this is another opportunity heaven is saying unto you jesus is saying unto you the father is saying unto you ask me again amen Amen. and then you know when you ask according to how he's just shown us here today i believe by faith in the son of god your results will be different amen Amen. glory to god amen amen let's pray today father we bless your name glory to god we just thank you lord We thank you for your goodness, your faithfulness, and your love. We thank you for your mercy and for your grace. We just thank you for your compassion and your loving kindness towards us. And Father, we thank you for the word that you shared with us. Uh, Father God, we just thank you, Lord, that it... That the revelation has come, that, that you've opened up our eyes and you are causing us to see God. And Father, we believe that as we walk in this revelation, that God, our lives shall be transformed. Yes, our relationship with you will be transformed. Our prayer life will be transformed, Lord God, because of what you have spoken unto us. You have given us the words of life. Yes, and so Father, Father that we bless you and we praise you in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I pray now that you would just be with everyone, oh God, under the sound of my voice, oh God. Father God, that you will show your your loving kindness unto them this day in ways great and small. And Father, I pray as well that you will just uh, be uh, merciful unto all your people, wherever they may be, God. I pray, God, that you will save the souls of those who need to be saved. You will call out of darkness and into your marvelous light, oh God, those, oh God, who are just right there Right there, yes. God. They're yes. right there. Uh, wanting to come into the family of God, but not knowing quite how. Father God, I just pray that you will send laborers into the harvest to draw them in. Yeah. Father God. God, that the family of God will expand and increase. In the name of Jesus. Father, I pray today that you will heal those who are sick, strengthen those who are weak. That, Father God, that you will lift up those who are cast down in their spirit. And, Father, through it all, show yourself mighty. Show yourself as a good, kind, and gracious God. And, Father God, we will uh, be quick to give your name. All the praise and all the glory. We love you. We praise you. We honor you. We magnify you. In Jesus' Jesus' name. name. Amen amen well praise the lord today amen pray that uh you've been encouraged by the word of god and, and god is encouraging you amen. amen and ask him again um amen. he knows that what you have need of and he has a desire to meet that need amen. And so um just ask him again let's get our asking right amen <laughs> um, and, and we'll see god moving lives. so god bless you we'll see you again next time amen